Hey, hey, everyone. It's good to be back. Always a joy to be with you. Um, this has been a weird year for me. I don't know about you, but it's been tough. Um, 2020 was a weird one, right? 2020 was, we, you know, it was tough for everyone. We've got a pandemic. Everyone's locked up in their homes. You know, you've got crazy people that, you know, family members aren't taking things seriously. You have the Trump stuff going down. All the craziness, right, of... of 2020 was a lot. And yet, in many ways, 2020 was a great year for me. You know, I, I didn't like being locked up in my home. I didn't like getting to not see my friends, um, living life on Zoom, um, only socializing with one person for a year. Um, you know, there was plenty of things I didn't like, but I was very privileged um, throughout it all. I, I managed to um, go relatively unscathed, you know, for work, for income, for day-to-day -day life. Like, it was relatively good. Um, it, it worked really well for me. 2020. Um, but 2021 has hit me like a ton of bricks. And um, I know we're halfway through, but it feels like I'm just kind of catching up with what's happening this year with me internally. Um, I figured I'd do a bit of a catch up episode, you know, no guests this week, um, just telling you what's going on with me. Maybe uh, if, if you're not interested, I would just skip this one and pick it up uh, next time I do a podcast. I'll have more guests. I'll be talking more about deconstruction. This episode is going to be very personal. It's going to be very raw. Uh, I'm going to be talking about some of my process of um, navigating some, uh, yeah, trauma, different bits and pieces. Um, and yeah, hopefully in turn, that might be helpful for some of you, it might be um, helpful for you to um, not be alone, not feel alone, know that I'm also going through some of these things. Um, but yeah, it's, it's since Christmas, I've had some health stuff that going on. Um, I got rushed into hospital with really bad chest pains that they kind of consisted, like like they were basically about a month straight. I was in really tough chest pain, really struggling to do very much. They didn't know what it was. I went through tons of tests and x-rays and CTs and um, ECGs forever. I mean, I've had so many ECGs this year. It's crazy um and uh tons of blood sent off and all sorts of different tests and they they didn't find anything they're like we're not sure if your heart seems okay your lungs feel okay we're not sure we'll keep testing and so i've been getting different tests throughout this year and just had a test last week i was on the treadmill getting my heart rate up to the maximum for my age i think it's 184 or something um and, you know, usually you're supposed to have to run really hard to get there. And I, I got there, like, by walking fast, you know. I mean, it's, it's probably not normal for most people to be having that heart rate. My resting heart rate is really high right now. Um, and then they're doing, like, echoes and ultrasounds. I've had a few echoes this year. Um, so they're just doing lots of tests on me, trying to figure out what's going on. But they aren't sure. They don't know what's going on with me. And that's tough. That's hard not to know what's going on in your body, um, not knowing if you're unwell, if there's something more serious going on, if it's going to progress into something bigger that needs to be taken care of. It's just frustrating. Um, on, on another level, you know, I had chronic pain for the last 15 years, give or take. Um, and for about 10 years of that, I didn't know what it was. They didn't know specifically what was going on with me. And I'd gone through years and years and years of different tests and things like that. Um, and so I know what it's like to be in that middle space of not knowing what's going on, not knowing if something serious is going on, suffering the consequences in the meantime. I'm still getting on and off quite severe chest pains. I'm getting a lot of headaches. I'm getting visual um, uh, auras and different things like that where my vision is being distorted and affected. Um, and all of that 
uh, sucks. It really does suck. And, and it affects my day to day. It affects my ability to hang out with my friends, my family. It affects my ability to connect with you guys, to be putting out content, to be talking with people on Instagram. Um, all of that is affected. Um, and yet there's a whole other aspect of it. You know, there's a whole other aspect of my year that I think is probably even deeper. You know, um, I was talking to Brian Peck earlier this year um, for the podcast, and he's a, an expert in religious trauma. He co-founded the Religious Trauma Institute with Laura Anderson. And he was talking about how he had a trauma response um, around Christmas as well um, and had a lot of the similar sort of symptoms. He had a lot of chest pain and different things like that. Um, and the doctors have said that they don't think it's anxiety or, or stress. Um, uh, some other doctors say maybe that plays a factor into what's going on with me. Um, but they said that the symptoms don't necessarily seem to match up too, too closely to that. Um, but it did make me wonder, maybe there's some trauma going on. And I've said for years, you know, you've, you've heard me in different podcasts talking to people about religious trauma say very clearly, I definitely have some trauma. I'm going to have to work through at some point. I just don't even know where to begin. Um, and part of me does wonder if this is trauma surfacing, if this is my body saying, hey, Phil, slow down. There's some stuff you need to look at and work through. Um, I, I remember um, Val Cheney, who I've had on the podcast as well. If you've not listened to the episode, it's a great episode. Um, she was talking on her podcast with Pete, uh, with her husband, Pete Holmes. Uh, so her, she, they do a, a sort of sub-podcast. His podcast is You Made It Weird. Um, and they do a podcast called We Made It Weird. And it's a brilliant podcast. Highly recommend checking it out. But she was talking about several years ago, she had lots of problems with her chest, with different things. They weren't sure if it was heart, lung problems. They did loads and loads of tests. They really couldn't figure it out. Um, and eventually she sat down with um, a trauma therapist and started working through trauma and, and found that it was actually very heavily linked to trauma. Um, and so one of the things I'm working on is I'm letting the doctors do their thing. They can test me, they can poke me, they can prob me, they can steal my blood, they can wire me up to different machines, whatever they need to do to figure out if there's something going on or if there's not. Um, but something I've been trying to be really intentional about right now is, is trying to dig a bit deeper, trying to look in and kind of go, okay, what's going on here? Like, is my body trying to tell me something? Is there something I need to process and work through? And I know I've got different trauma from growing up, from my upbringing, um, from religion for sure. I've been a part of so many different types of churches and um, and been extremely uh, hurt through different uh, experiences within that. I mean, I've had some pretty horrific stuff. Um, I know that I don't tend to overly belabor my journey and my stuff and I'm not one to kind of go look at how bad my situation was. It's, it's not really interesting to me to do that. Um, but I've got a bunch of shit that I need to work through for sure. Um, and so I'm very, very conscious. Maybe there's some stuff going on there as well. Um, you know, something I have, uh, I've mentioned it before in the podcast as well, is, is something called alexithymia, which means that I don't know what my feelings are that I'm having uh, in the in the moment. And so I still am just as emotional as anyone. I might be even more emotional, uh, potentially. Um, so I can still get upset and happy and sad and angry and the full gambit of all different uh, emotions. But I am unaware of those emotions in the moment. Um, it's only through kind of retroactively looking back on those moments and thinking about it that I can identify, oh gosh, I probably felt like this or I probably felt like that. And actually, even then, that's quite hard. Is more often than not, it's my friends or my wife who notice and say, hey, Phil, it looks like you're... Um, it looks like you're a bit upset. Like, do you want to talk about it? Let's let's try and dig deep and figure out what's going on in you. Um, and so that makes processing trauma quite tough. In fact, it probably has contributed to trauma quite a lot as well. You know, a big part of trauma is to see the pain, 
and allow it to be there and to process it and to um, you know work through it and, and, and a big part of not living with trauma is when you have these hard situations giving them closure allowing them to close off but if I'm not aware of how things are hurting me and, and what's going on and I haven't really given them space to um, breathe and then to healthily close and, and finish and 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 be uh, summated um, then obviously that that has a good scope for it to still be sort of sitting there lingering and, and needing to be worked through um, and so I'm very conscious that you know this is something I probably should be investing time and effort into um, and so this is why I've been a bit quieter recently um, I've still been doing bits and pieces but I'm trying to find some balance between um, you know giving myself space knowing my limits help healthy boundaries knowing that right now i'm feeling a bit overwhelmed or anxious this is not the time to dig deep and to try and do the work it's not the time for me to jump on instagram and, and talk to people about their really tough situations because that might just um just put more on me when i'm already kind of feeling a bit overwhelmed um it's not the time to uh i don't know <laughs> watch something that might trigger me or, or do something like that it's maybe time to switch off it's time to go meditate it's time to do some yoga it's time to s spend time with friends and family uh it's time to read a book or just watch some comedy on netflix or whatever it is that um is giving me a bit of space to breathe giving me a bit of space to, to sort of bring myself back down to a, a normal equilibrium um, and from there find when i do have space when i do feel a bit more at peace a bit more at rest i can go okay what can I do right now? Maybe I can talk to some people and help them. Maybe I can create some new content like this video. Um, maybe I can um, do a bit of intentional work and kind of dig a bit deeper and go, okay, so what is going on? What are some of the things that I've not worked through? And what are some of those things? And how can I bring some closure to that? How can I do some integration with that? Um, and that's, that's hard work. And I'm not getting it right all the time at all. Uh, I really struggle. Like I said, with the next time, I really struggle to know where I'm at how I'm doing, you know, if I should be digging deep, if I should be giving myself a breather. Um, and I know that that's something that we all struggle with at times, you know, finding the balance, figuring out where we are at, where we're not at. Not all of us have the space to do that as well. I'm extremely privileged. I'm so fortunate and, 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 um, and lucky that I get to, my, my job is to study deconstruction, to help people, to chat with people all day, to post on Instagram, and it's financed by people that just donate to me. And, and so the beauty is that um, if I don't post for a week, if I decide I'm going to take a week off to really focus on me, um, the people that support me are really amazing. They're so supportive, so encouraging, so kind. Um, my uh, my patrons and my partners have been so supportive through this time. I've been chatting with them about this on, on our Discord channel. We've got like an online server that we chat about things on. Um, and it's been really helpful to know that those that are supporting me financially are not rooting that support in me producing content. You know, that's something that I definitely carry from the past is this drive of like, well, I need to be producing stuff or people will stop supporting me. People value me because I'm making a podcast. People value me because I'm doing a meme or uh, posting something on Instagram that helps them or because I help them and chat with them on DMs. Like understanding that like my value and my, uh, my worth is not in production. Um, that's just, that's been a really hard journey for me over the last kind of gosh 10 years or so um, and I'm still finding out that I'm learning it 
You know, it's it's been really helpful. The, the voice in my head more often than not is saying, Phil, you're letting people down because you didn't put a po- podcast out this week. Oh, Phil, you usually post something on Instagram every day and it's been two days since you post something, people are gonna be upset with you. And of course, that's insane, right? Because let's be honest, you scroll through Instagram, you don't really think, oh, Phil hasn't posted something today. No one thinks that, right? No one's scrolling going, well, they didn't post today. Like, that just doesn't really happen. Um, and so, but the mind, it... it fucks with you right it's it's you're you're often your worst enemy right and so having people supportive and and giving a voice to my in my head maybe people that support me are being negative and critical to me and and upset with me and they're going to stop supporting me and i'm going to have to go work in a supermarket and then i'm not going to be able to help people and you you get in your head and you go crazy right you start like building this whole world and reality that doesn't exist and living in the um, the the torture of living in that world that you've just made up in your head, having people come alongside me and, and actually tell me the truth, which is, hey, Phil, we want you to be well and healthy. That's what we appreciate, you being you in this world. And, you know, I would say that immediately to any of my friends, any of my family, any of the people I follow online, any of the people I support, I would say the same thing. But it's so hard to say that to ourselves, right? Um, and so that's something I'm learning in this space. And, and, and you know, I've, I've probably said that to so many of you in a DM, you know, chatting with you and going, hey, look, it's okay to be where you are. It's okay to take some time out. It's okay not to be intentionally deconstructing every 10 minutes. It's okay not to be um, always on, always perfect. It's okay to be anxious. It's okay to be overwhelmed. It's okay um, for you to need some space. That's okay. All of this is okay. Um, there's no... Um, There's no right or wrong way to do this. And the whole range of being human is going to be present in this process of deconstruction. And so I'm just learning to give myself that advice as well and take my own advice. You know, I've said this for years to people in in DMs and when I meet with people, when I travel and, um, you know, you've heard me say these sort of things on the podcasts. And yet it's really hard to take our own advice, right? Um, you know, the, the voice in our head is often the most critical version of ourselves. I would never speak to my friends or my family. If Tilly was struggling, I'd never be like, well, you need to keep doing stuff and I'm going to be really disappointed in you if you don't keep doing it. And, you know, if you don't just power through, I would never say that to Tilly. I would never say that to my friends. I would always be like, look, you've got to look after yourself. How can I help? How can I support you? You know, what do you need? Let's make sure you have space to do those things. And yet when it's me struggling, that is not my narrative. That is not the voice in my head, right? Um, and so I, I'm just learning, gosh, I need to be more self-compassionate. I need to be um, a good friend to myself. Um, I, I don't need any more enemies, you know? I have plenty of people sending me horrible messages every day, all day. Um, and, you know, that doesn't phase me most of the time, but at the same time, that stings as well. And so maybe that's part of it as well. I'm processing, gosh, I talk with so many people. I was talking to a friend um, last week who's a therapist and a um, psychologist, sorry. And she was saying like, you know, it's standard practice if you're in psychology, you know, and you're doing working with people that have problems is you would regularly meet up with another psychologist for you to process your stuff and for you to process all these things you've talked about and and you know to not be just taking all these people's problems onto yourself trying to help them and then just going through day your life as though nothing's happened and that's something i'm aware of as well you know i've, I've for the last 10 years in one way shape or form I've helped people deconstruct and that's been one of the greatest privileges of my life. I absolutely love every second of that and I have no intention to change that. Um, And yet I am very aware that that's not something that I necessarily always process well. 
sometimes I do take on what people are, are sharing and processing and it triggers my my own trauma. It triggers my own experiences and, and brings up stuff, but I'm maybe not so aware of it and I'm not processing this healthily and I'm not processing it well. And so something I've uh, set up is, is to, to start doing regular therapy, to, to meet with someone and, and process, you know, and just have a space where I can go, oh, these are some of the things I heard this week and I'm trying to process it, but this is what it triggered. And, you know, that's such a healthy outlet. Um, and again, it's a privilege. One of the reasons I haven't had therapy um, through this process the last 10 years is financially it wasn't a possibility. And we're, we're starting to get a bit um, more well off. We've got a little bit of expendable cash right now, me and Tilly. Um, uh, and, and so that's something that we're putting money into is, is I want to be able to um, have some healthy outlet for that, you know, because it's not even fair for me just to dump all that on my wife or my friends even. Um, it's, it's, really, um, it's, it's really something that I should be working with a professional. Um, you know, I'm not a therapist. I'm not um, working to the same level as so many amazing people that are helping people through trauma and stuff. Really, all I am is a safe space to, to listen, to give people pr space to process, to help them know that they're not alone. Um, and if they have questions or, or not sure where to go next, I often give them a few options to kind of start exploring. Um, but just that can be very hard. It can be very tough hearing those stories. And please hear me right. I'm not saying don't message me. Don't dump your crap on me. I, I love to be here for people. And, you know, me having boundaries is on me. You know, um, I, I will set up my own boundaries and I have. I've stopped um, replying to messages straight away. I often just wait until I'm in the right space. And that might only be um, instead of every day I'm jumping on and messaging everyone, it might be every other day. And I go, gosh, every other day I'm just going to take some space and not do messages and not do that. I, I can figure out my own balance for that. So if you need someone to process with, please, by all means, still message me. Um, know that I might not be immediately getting back to you, but I'd love to chat with you. I'd love to help you. I'd love to um, help you process this. Um, so don't hear this message or this um, podcast as, as me saying, everyone stop messaging me because that's not at all what it's about. Um, but uh, I'm just processing. I'm, I'm, I'm just processing out loud even right now to you. I'm just sharing like, these are some of the things I'm, I'm learning about myself. These are some of the things I'm processing. You'll, you'll find it yourself as you deconstruct. There'll be certain things that are more triggering to you, less triggering to you. Um, I know for, for me, the, there's so much um, rejection and hurt and pain over the last, gosh, 20 plus years um, where I would believe different things in Christianity. Even when I was very strong, kind of fundamental Christian, I often was someone that believed something different here and there and received a lot of pushback or a lot of rejection. I got overlooked a lot of times for different leadership positions because, well, he believes a few weird things or or I got removed from leadership positions because, well, uh, we don't want to make a big scene, but we're going to try and just shift him out of the equation. Uh, I got overlooked for promotions and other people that were less qualified promoted over me and things like that. Like it, it was really hard to navigate that stuff. I got invited to churches and then told, oh, we will never want to see you again and things like that. Or maybe they just didn't even talk to me. Um, they just kind of just cut all ties from me. Um, I've, I've seen all sorts of things in church, the, the horrifying things that I've seen behind closed doors. Now, don't get me wrong. Loads of churches I went to were great and the people were amazing and I, I have nothing wrong to say about it. Um, but lots of things that I've seen and experienced have been very hard and difficult. And, and in that, 
there's stuff that I haven't processed. And so when I talk to someone and they bring up something that's very similar, maybe it's triggering me and I'm not as aware of it. And I just want to be very intentional about working through some of this stuff, being aware and go, gosh, that triggered me. Okay, that's okay just now. Let me help this person. And then let me tomorrow, when I take some time to focus on this, let me kind of unpack that and figure out, well, what is going on there? And what do I, how do I need to process that? How do I bring some closure to this? How do I integrate that experience? Um, and so that's what I'm doing. And, 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 I, and, I, and I, I've always said this to all of you. I recommend that you take the space, that you listen to your body, that you listen to what's going on. You, if, you, if your body's telling you to slow down, slow down. If your body's telling you it's okay, you can start exploring stuff, go explore stuff. Um, and I'm taking my own advice. I'm, I'm starting to take my own medicine. Um, something that I've not been good at doing, right? Not being good at giving myself self-compassion, not being good at giving myself, um, uh, taking my own advice. Um, you know, talking about the experiences that I've had in different churches, you know, one of the big ones I've had because I've believed different things is, is so many people waiting for me to fail in one way, shape or another. And so even experiences like this, this last year, I think a whole nother component of stress has, has, has been that what if people dis, are disappointed in me and hate me and dislike me and they point to me um, struggling this year and being a bit overwhelmed and anxious and go, see, it's proof that he's wrong. It's proof that if you deconstruct, God turns his back on you. If you deconstruct, Satan gets a, a way to attack you or any of these kind of wild and zany things that people say. But the truth is you and I know that many Christians look at us under a microscope the second that we um, are open about going through some sort of deconstruction. I remember even before I deconstructed, just believing some different things about uh, Christianity and being slightly open and more inclusive and more loving in my Christianity. When I went through my first divorce, so many Christians jumped on that and were like, see, this is proof. This is what you get. You deserve this. You get this because you turned your back on God and you rejected my God, right? Their, their way of seeing God. And your way is clearly wrong now because of course, no one that believes a conventional way in Christianity has ever got divorced. Um, it's crazy how people think, right? But it's it still factors in and it's weird and it's hard. And, and on some level that, that leaves a mark. And so I'm just, I'm being aware in, in this process the last few months and going, ha, oh, there's part of me here that um, I don't want to give uh, some sort of aha, gotcha, to all my critics. And the truth is, you know what? Fuck my critics. I don't care. I really don't care. Um, why am I allowing that to, to sit there? And this, the truth is, it's probably some deep-seated issues that I haven't resolved. It's some stuff that I haven't processed. It's some spiritual fathers and spiritual mothers in my life when I was a Christian that, that looked down on me and were disapproving of me. Or when I post something on the internet, they'd leave a snide comment and it really hurt me at the time. And um, that sort of stuff hasn't fully been processed and worked through um, if it hasn't, that's probably what's bringing some of this stuff today. And so I'm trying to figure out the 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 right balance of, of processing all this stuff. But at the same time, it's exhausting to process this stuff. You and I both know that processing our hurts and our pains and our trauma, it's hard work and it takes time. Um, and so I Thank you so much to everyone that is giving me space and is giving me time. I am still active. I am still loving what I do. I'm not going to change what I do. Um, like I said, please don't change how you interact with me. You know, I might be changing how I interact online or do some stuff, but I still want to be just as connected to every one of you. Um, but yeah, I'm trying to figure out the different balances of life, figuring out, gosh, I'm an introvert and I need space to process this stuff, to heal. So I need to be alone a lot, but then going, Hey, you know what? Being alone all the time, not good for me. I get really 
way too low and depressed and so I'm going to actually make sure I push myself still to be around people and I'm finding the balance of being around people and being alone and processing and you know all these things require um, some error some making mistakes as you learn to walk a tightrope you know you're going to fall off on one side or the other every now and again until you kind of figure it out um, and so I'm figuring it out I am uh, you know uh, I love what I do I'm, I'm just learning to practice what I preach to a whole new level and you know in many ways I have practiced what I preach you all know me well enough to know that you know this is my life this is I, I'm very open I've always been open about where I'm at and, and this is just me being really open about where I'm at today it's, it's different today than it was five months ago and it's different it was different then than it was two years ago and, and that's why I'm always trying to be open and transparent with each and every one of you as to where I'm at what's going on, how I'm processing. And so as I talk to guests and things like that in the coming months, you'll probably hear a slightly different feel because this feel is processing in a new way and, and uncovering new stuff and thinking about things in a way that he hasn't been thinking about things. And that's gonna bring up new types of conversation and, and it's gonna be wonderful. Um, this is the beauty of um, being someone that talks about deconstruction and the process because you get to be yourself the whole way through, right? If you're talking about being the perfect Christian, you just get to put your mask on and be that person every Sunday afternoon or Sunday morning at church or whatever you're, you're doing as, a, as some spokesperson or someone that gives speeches or a pastor or whatever you know like um the beauty of what i do is i get to just be me and you guys get to enjoy it or hate it i, I don't mind it's, it's up to you it's, it's not really up to me whether you like me or not um but that's what you're going to keep getting you're going to keep getting me i am figuring this out i am work, walking through a lot of stuff right now i am feeling overwhelmed by stuff i am feeling anxious you know, last week I had a great podcast lined up with um, my sister-in-law, Jessie, Ex-Vangelical Lessons. Um, we were going to do a great podcast. I was really looking forward to it. And then I just had a couple of uh, doctor's appointments two days in a row. It was really tough. They were long, tiring. Um, and I got home and I just was like, you know what? Jessie's not going to care if I postpone it for a couple of weeks. The hard part for me was going, everyone else is going to be disappointed in me for not putting a podcast out, right? And it's me finding space to go, no, people won't really care. Most people probably didn't even notice I didn't put a podcast out last week and, and giving myself permission to do that. So I'm, I'm learning to do that a little bit more. You're gonna find that, um, you know, last year we were two episodes a week. Um, this year we've bounced between one or two episodes a week. Um, even in the next month or two, I'm gonna give myself permission. If I don't wanna do anything for a week, I'm gonna take it like last week. I'm just gonna take the week off. Um, and so, yeah. Uh, I can't promise particular schedules. I can't say, well, every day I'm going to post on Instagram. Every day I'm going to be there replying to people on Instagram. I'm going to do a Q&A on Wednesday. I've got my podcast Monday and Thursday. You know, that schedule worked really well in 2020. It's not working for me right now. And so you're going to see a little bit more of a loosey-goosey uh, schedule. I'm going to be putting stuff out, but it's going to be when I'm in the right frame of mind, when I'm in the right place to create content. And honestly, that's the feel that you want. You want me when I'm putting out good content. You don't want me when I'm uh, forcing myself to try and come up with something when I'm just not in the right place. Um, uh, I think we can all agree on that. So yeah, that's where I'm at. That's what's going on. I know it's a weird podcast. Uh, you know, I didn't even give you any strong advice. I don't know what my top tips for you if you're in a similar place is. Give yourself some space. 
you know, don't um, don't beat yourself up. Be more self compassionate. Be the friend. Be be like you would be towards a friend. Don't be the the worst version of yourself to yourself. Right. Don't sit and beat yourself up and critique critique yourself. Be compassionate. Be kind. It's okay to be anxious. It's okay to be overwhelmed. It's, deconstruction is hard, guys. Religious trauma is tough to navigate. Life is hard. Even without those things, life is hard. Throw in some trauma. Throw in some deconstruction. Life is really hard. Do it in the midst of a pandemic? Are you kidding me? Like, this stuff is hard. You know, you've got to give yourself some grace, some compassion. Um, to all of you who've done that to me, thank you. For all of you that have sent me lovely messages and encouragements and kind messages and um, yeah, words of support and things, that, that's that been so beautiful. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Um, to those of you that are supporting me, um, you know, via Patreon or my partner program, thank you. That makes a huge difference. Um, it allows me to, uh, yeah, keep putting out great stuff, gives me space to work on my stuff so I can keep putting out great stuff. Um, I will forever be putting out free stuff as long as I can. Um, and yeah, I, I really appreciate every one of you making space for me to do that. Um, if you want to join our online community, um, I've still been uh, relatively active on there. In fact, that's one area where I was realizing I was getting triggered. And, uh, you know, on our Discord channel, it's a it's like a text uh, conversation channel with lots of chat rooms and different things like that. And that's how we interact day in day out. And there's lots of different channels based on you know general chat and memes and uh, showing pictures of your pets. And then right through to kind of deconstruction and how to handle family dynamics and what working out like purity culture out of our lives and um, just all sorts of different things. We talk about being Christian or uh, um, you know, Hindu or Buddhism and different types of religions and exploring different types of spiritual practice post-deconstruction. So there's so many different things. Talk about podcasts and movies and books. And one of the things I noticed over the last few months is I was still very active in the group, but I was becoming less and less active in certain channels. And so certain channels I would see have new messages in and I'd be like, ah, Christian channels got new messages. But I wasn't checking very often. I just... There was something about it. I just was like, I just, I can't face it right now. I'm too tired. I don't have the the mental capacity to engage on that topic. And I was noticing, I was still very active on the memes and I'm chatting away in general chat and, um, you know, and uh, chatting away about books and movies and things like that. But there was something uh, about these deeper topics that I was just finding tiring at the time. And, and, and so actually it was a very helpful thing for me to go, gosh, this is triggering me. For some reason, some of the conversations in this topic are triggering me right now and giving myself some space and going, okay, well, I just won't look at that right now or when I or wait till I'm feeling very spacious and, and peaceful and um, able to look at that and I'll start diving into it then and I'll give myself space when I'm not. Um, and so listening to yourself and knowing what do you need, what do you not need is really helpful. Um, it's really, really helpful for that. So yeah, anyway, completely distracted there. That was not the point. Uh, if you want to support what I'm doing and if you want to join a, a beautiful online community that has amazing conversations throughout the week and we have voice chats and Zoom calls and things like that as well, you can do that at patreon.com slash phildrysdale or phildrysdale.com slash partner. They're both the same thing. Um, Patreon take a slightly bigger cut out of the credit card fees and so um, either one works fine. Um, that would be amazing. It'd be great to have your support. Great to get to know you more over there in the in the group. Um, and as always, check out the deconstructionnetwork.com as well. You know, one of the saving graces through this whole process is I've had some amazing friends and family around me that have been walking with me in this. So many people that have been through this process themselves have deconstructed. Other people that haven't, but are just wonderful, amazing 
great people to be with and to um, heal amongst. Um, and so, you know, Tilly and I are really, really fortunate to have such a great community here in Manchester. Um, but a lot of us don't have that. When we first deconstruct, you know, me, I built the community that we have. You know, I, I, I kind of gather people around me and, and, and made that my group. Um, and it took time and effort and it was tough. And one of the things that was helpful for me is, is that, you know, a bunch of people that were a part of the same church or church networks um, all kind of deconstructed at the same sort of time. And so we kind of did this together. Um, but a lot of people do this on their own. And they don't know who else is out there deconstructing in their local area. And so the deconstructionnetwork.com is just a simple free website. You sign up, you put in your location and you can find people in your local area and send them a message and say, hey, want to hang out? Tell me a bit about your journey. Let's go get coffee. And in time, hopefully you can start to rebuild new friendships, um, uh, create new community uh, around yourself. That's my hope for all of you is that you have, uh, you're not in, on your own in this. You do have people that understand you, that can, are there for you, that support you. Um, until then, I am here. I am wanting to be here for you. I support you. I, I, I'm so for you and, and everything uh, that you're going through. I, I, I want to be here for you. And so by all means, always feel free to send me a message on Instagram. Uh, yeah, that's everything. I don't think I've got anything else to say. Uh, keep an eye on this space. We'll, um, I'll be posting more podcasts, more videos. Um, I'll be active on Instagram as much as I can. Um, like I said, it might not be consistent. Uh, it might be a little bit less consistent, but I really appreciate all of your patience as I'm kind of navigating through this. Um, I imagine it's gonna be a long process, but hopefully it's going to kind of snowball. Once I kind of have started to process a few different things, then it's a few more new things and then it's new things, but we're whittling away. Um, hopefully I'm not building too much new trauma uh, and we're just whittling away at old trauma. Um, and so, yeah, I appreciate every one of you. I hope you're well. Um, I love every one of you. I really do um, love every single one of you so much. I hope you are okay in your process of deconstruction. I really hope that you are taking the space you need to process, that you're being kind to yourself, that you're giving yourself compassion, that you're finding grace for yourself when you fall off the tightrope and you uh, make bad choices or you um, don't get it right every time. That's okay. It's okay not to get it right. It's okay to be a bit overwhelmed. It's okay for you to find this hard. It is hard. It's, it's hard. Growing up is painful. Growing pains are tough. Um, integrating the past is hard work, but integrating the past helps us grow all the much more. And I'm so excited about what's ahead of me. You know, so many people have sent me messages saying they're really worried about me. And honestly, I really appreciate every single one of you and I really appreciate that. But honestly, I'm doing great. I feel wonderful about this process of growing. It's really hard, but things can be hard and good. Things can be tough and enjoyable. Um, and, and, you know, I'm, I'm the sort of person that in some weird, maybe sick and twisted way, I, I enjoy the, the, the pain that causes me to grow. I enjoy suffering when, it, when I know it's going to cause life to become so much richer and deeper and more beautiful. Um, and so please don't worry about me. I am doing okay. I, I am going to be around for a long time. I'm going to be doing this um, for as long as I can envision. I can't see myself doing anything different. And so I'm really excited to keep doing this with every single one of you. All right, I'll stop rambling. I know that was a weird episode, a very different episode, um, but I thought I'd fill you guys in. You know, I haven't got a, a new piece of content for you this week anyway, so I figured I'd drop a 30 minute update just so that you know what's going on, you know why I'm a little bit less consistent. Um, and yeah, 
I'll catch you later. Maybe next week, maybe not. I think next week there should be something coming out. All right, peace guys.